Brian Stuckers. Oh God, there is a hell of an echo in here. But <laughs> welcome. From, Why is there an echo, Chell? Because uh, my apartment is empty except for the dog bed. <laughs> welcome to your new humble abode. <laughs> yes, very humble for the next two months until we have things. But uh, as you guys can see today, we have a couple of different faces here in a couple of different time zones. So for me, it's 9 p.m. in Germany. For Josh, it's 9 minus 7, 2 p.m. Minus 8, 1 <laughs> minus p.m. Minus 8. <laughs> <laughs> and for you guys who listened earlier this week, this is what JQ actually looks like. Say, hey, girl. Hello. <laughs> Quality hello. Quality hello. So it's noon there. There you go. Lunchtime. Quick math. <laughs> this is the Quick Math Podcast. Woo! <laughs> uh, I got to go. <laughs> we are transcending all of the time zones. <laughs> all right. So, JQ, welcome to Cash Fry. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. I'm your biggest fan. I'm sure you've listened to it before or watched us before. So tell us a little bit about what you've been up to, what your business looks like. It can be this week. It can be a couple months back, whatever that looks like. And then if you have any issues or problems that you kind of just want to brainstorm with us, we're here to help you. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. Well... Since COVID, there has been no industry. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I say that so lightly. Um, actually, we I was on a very, very busy, unslept, unnurtured, uncharged um, roll of work when March 14th hit our industry. It's a very prominent date because one day we were at work. And the next day we were called to work to ask to stay home. The Ides of March, a day early. <laughs> right. I actually thought that. As a Shakespeare fan, I was like, oh my effing G, the Ides of March. This is what he meant. How many hundreds of years later? We're screwed. Um, <laughs> So it was a complete shutdown. What was interesting about this, and maybe other industries felt this as well, was that there are echelons in our industry like there are in others, um, but for the first time ever, all of us were knocked down at once. Every single one of us across the world, essentially, um, minus news and documentaries, things like that. Um, so there's always something that's still shooting. You're still watching the view. <laughs> We're crewing it. You know, you're, you're still watching your nightly news. Don't they look lovely? Um, so yes, that, you know, but even for a while news was from home. So all of us had to shut up and sit down for a second. And that is rough for artists. <laughs> um, and so we were all totally put on pause. Uh, the industry is a place where we go to our work and we are in a giant group of hundreds of people doing a thousand things at once, all while a camera's rolling. Um, so the thought of social distancing wasn't an idea, you know, we don't socially distance at all. Um, and so we knew that we were not an essential world, um, especially when you're talking about doctors being essential. You cannot compare us to doctors, especially at a time when a pandemic hits. And let's remember that pandemic means worldwide. <laughs> Pandemic, not epidemic, <laughs> you know. So 
when all the doctors in the world are suddenly inundated and they're called essential, a makeup artist is not essential. Sorry <laughs> to me. So uh, <laughs> we, we totally got taken out. Uh, I call it blindsided. It was like being tackled. And then we were all down on the floor going, ow, for a minute. And then <laughs> uh, when now it's been a few months later, as we know, the world has started filming again. Um, that's been in the headlines even, and all the productions are slowly coming back into the game with new guidelines, new ways of shooting things. And we're for the first time going to see what happens when our industry opens back up, you know, just like they're doing with schools, just like they're doing, um, with a lot of other places that probably shouldn't be clustered together, except we have the luxury of having enough funding to have all the things like space, you know, space is a thing. Um, so that's what our industry has been up to in the, in the interim, everybody was unemployed. Suddenly people who had spent 25, 35 years building a career were suddenly the unemployed millions. Um, and although yes, the pay scale level is different in the film industry. Those of us like myself who have had the tiniest, shortest taste of that full union life, Um, don't have the same type of funds that somebody who's been doing it for 30 years would have if they had saved and invested their money. And I don't expect them to, but I'm just saying a lot of us are, we're very young and just getting started. I'm 10 years deep and I'm a baby, (laughs) you know? Uh, so that's, that was, that was the weird, that was the weird part of all being equalized. Suddenly, even though we weren't financially equalized, suddenly none of us could work. And so now everything's ramping back up and everybody's getting ready because they want to do it right the first time, especially some of the studios over others. They really want to get it right. I think that would right. be good to get it right so, the first time. Right? With, you know, lives on the line yes, or whatever. But we, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But we have to remember, like, our government doesn't even have that on lock right now. And so what can you expect from your employer really when they don't have any laws or guidelines to stand on that aren't constantly contradicting themselves? So that's what my industry is going through right now. Um, And it is because they are able to afford certain things. Like, again, if you need 10 trailers instead of two, then I guess you need 10 instead of two for your makeup department and they can make that happen. So they will, but why spend all this money if it's going to get messed up the first time you do it anyway? So there's this like level and all the, all the experts are being, you know, asked how to do their jobs better because, you know, producers don't know what we do. They're not in the trailer with us. You know, they're not operating the cameras. They're not lighting the sets or building them. So they had to suddenly go to the school of (laughs) set, which was, I can't just hear about it in a class to a professor. I actually have to go talk to all the people I never talked to before and ask them (laughs) what their day-to-day looks like. (laughs) So those were some interesting calls. (laughs) I imagine. Yeah. So so obviously you haven't worked in that capacity in several months, but have, we've talked to several people like since COVID has hit and they've pivoted. So how have you pivoted during this time? Knowledge is power and knowing what you will and will not do is power. Um, and it is really hard to stand your ground against yourself when it comes to the business because it's money, right? 
And just like in the podcast, if I don't work, I don't get paid. There's no PTO. There's no vacation. There's, you know, none of that. So you know that if you're not working that day, you're not making any money. If you're not working that week, you're not making any money. Um, so what people started doing was started taking extra training and extra courses. That was how our industry started going. Those of us that knew that we were going to have to act more like nurses by touching people. And that's what I mean by that. Being really close to people and making contact face to face. We decided to start taking training courses on sanitation start getting certified for sanitation, knowing the difference between cleaning, sanitizing, and disinfecting. Um, and then even John Hopkins and their, and their tracing, we had to start training ourselves like medical professionals, which was funny wow. for somebody who's pre-med. <laughs> Way to use that pre-med <laughs> right back in there. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I was like, this is funny remember, world. You remember in – got a uh, sense of humor. So – <laughs> For those of you who heard in the last episode where we interviewed JQ here, um, you were telling us how you would quiz all your classmates on pre-med stuff. I hope you quiz them on like all this kind of <laughs> relevant information and not like, you know, how many tendons does a frog's leg have or something like that, right? <laughs> uh, I did that too. No. <laughs> Yeah, it was random <laughs> facts for sure. What's great was is that the way that I decided to market myself as a makeup artist when I decided to become my own business was through knowledge. I'm a marketable product because I'm a makeup artist who has a skill set to do a certain type of makeup on certain individuals, but I also come with said knowledge and I and I would do that through talking to producers, through talking to directors and eventually through talking to actors. You know, by making them aware that I'm aware of these things that they don't know anything about, but are going to affect them on the job. And so here are the things I've done to safeguard that. And people were like, well, doesn't she just have her stuff together? You know, like, <laughs> huh, she's very organized, you know, and that's how I marketed myself was I will, of course, the, I'll, I'll bring the talent. You have to, Right. So let's push that aside now that we know that I'm qualified <laughs> for that, right? And experienced. Um, I'm going to bring organization. I'm going to bring communication. I'm going to bring sanitation. And I did all the time, which is probably why when all the projects are getting started up right now, I'm getting a lot of job offers. A lot of people have said to me, because of the way that I marketed my business, we love these people that we've worked with, but we don't think they're strong enough to lead a team during COVID. That was said to me, you know, wow. and it wasn't said by producers. It was said by my peers, you know, they were just like, look, we're about to go into the thick of it, man. And I've done all these things to safeguard myself, but a way I'd also like to safeguard myself. And these are excellent department heads, right. Uh, by even posing this is saying, I need to know who's going to be together and organized enough to run things without me being there because we can't actually be together anymore. You know? So the artists that they loved for their art suddenly got just one step back. They didn't get pushed back. They're so talented. Why would you do that? You know, of course you want them, but you now the people who are first in have to be a different type of people and it depended on what you did pre-COVID, not even during COVID because we haven't had a chance to showcase it. It depended on how you marketed your business prior to. I truly and fully believe that after talking to 
you know, fellow makeup artists and seeing what they're being offered as well. Are they being offered Definitely. positions where they're in charge or are they being offered positions on the team? Are they being offered day playing positions or are they being offered the full show? And I never thought that organization would be something that somebody's suddenly going to come running to when it comes to makeup. Yeah, it's very, you know, because there's a, put that shit on your LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting that, uh, um, I guess like the ranking of skill sets has changed because of COVID. Right. So like, correct. Yeah. It's, that's fascinating correct. to hear that in an industry like that, you're, you, yeah. And terrifying. terrifying. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's something like, <laughs> so locked down this is how we make movies we've been doing it forever right it's like okay well that skill is still mm-hmm. we really like that skill but there's a new skill that's top of the pack right <laughs> yeah and part of it is can you yeah. hold your ground what kind of business mm-hmm. person are mm-hmm. you um and i'm a tough negotiator it has gotten me fired and it has gotten me not hired and i yeah, don't regret sure. that you know, uh, I, in those moments, I was like, that's okay, man. Like we, we both right. had our lines. Well, we've and we talked both about knowing your worth uh, on this podcast a lot and sounds like you got that unlocked and that, yeah, what that means that you don't get certain gigs or jobs or whatever, you know, that's fine. Yeah. You have, Absolutely. yeah, you have to be ready to yeah. fail. The, the more, you know, yourself, you're like, Ooh, I'm going to make enemies or somebody's not going to like me. Yeah. And that's going to have to be okay. News, news flash. No it matter what you do, people friction. are not going to like you. <laughs> Somebody out there right. is not like True. me and I, I'm going to find them. Challenge accepted. I'm going to get them. Uh, no. <laughs> And this is why I'm on this podcast. Look at these. Look at this. I love this. <laughs> so are there any challenges that you're facing, I guess, kind of with this transition? It sounds like you're doing a baller job. But, like, are there any challenges or anything that you'd want to talk to talk through with us? Yeah, totally. I think one of the things is the biggest challenge is knowing what's acceptable to you. Um, because what's acceptable will yeah. change as well. And change is one of the things that, like, if we're going to be this way, I'm, I was born May 2nd, I'm a Taurus, <laughs> and, like, I'm such a Taurus. If you look at my, even my Zodiac and my Chinese New Year sign, if you go off the Korean or the Vietnamese, you know, like, that sort of a thing, like, I'm to a fault my traits <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> they're in a textbook, they're in they're in texts, and I'm I'm them to a fault, but I'm also them to an advantage. Um, and, and that's where you always have to know that change is going to be always present and you have to figure out how you want your relationship with change to go from there forward. Um, I have a very interesting relationship with change as much as I want stability and stability is something that I've not really, I've had it in family, which I'm thankful for, But in life, stability has just not been given to me. And so, of course, you yearn for that, right? But stability is going to mean seven different things in a year. And you have to know that. And so if you're going to be a business owner and you're always going to be selling things and you're always going to be the product, you have to know the trends and the change and the rate of change and whether or not you want to go with them, right? Right now, the trend is... We don't have a lock on COVID. 
the United States is making a mess of themselves to the rest of the world, and we're starting things anyway. Where are your <laughs> lines? Who do you say yes and no to? Right? <laughs> and that's dangerous, because then later people are going to be like, well, you didn't say yes to me when things were hard and it was okay. You're right, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. End of story. Got nothing you gotta, more to say to you, like man. You, say, you, you know, know like, yourself yeah. and your lines, and, <laughs> and some people are not going to like it, and that's right. fine. Right. And, you know, I don't have to attack them and I don't have to apologize. Especially that last part. It just is what it is. Especially that last part. You don't have to apologize. (laughs) Right. Which is hard hard for women to do, man. We apologize to ourselves even (laughs) on the daily. (laughs) Yeah, for real. I'm so sorry I said that about my butt. (laughs) I didn't mean it. You're beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) You know. But uh, yeah, so right now our industry is getting back and we're going to see how we're playing the game. And what's really important to my business right now is like, how long can I go not making money um, if I decide that I'm going to put myself out there and assume the risk and all and everything that comes with it? What is that number for me? What is my price tag? What price tag am I putting on Mm -hmm. myself? Uh, Because the other way the industry has changed is, sorry, dudes, makeup artists are the most at risk. We're working with people who are unmasked in a close proximity face to face. My rate has just shot up. My rate's shot up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Now, half of us aren't thinking that way because we want to get back to work so bad or we need to. Right. Desperation does things to people and you have to forgive them for that. You know, hopefully you learn from it. But my rates have changed. (laughs) Personally, you know, what I was making before, I'm now going to need this and you're going to have to give me this much more of a kit fee because I'm going to need this much more supply available to me at all times for my actors. And that's just the way that it is. And I will not get jobs because of it. And I'm willing to accept that. My my rates for uh, in-home visits and as an IT guy has changed. (laughs) Same same way. I'm like, yeah, that's great. We're going to minimize this as much as possible. I already limit how many in-home visits I do. Like I used to be, I could spend a day right. just bouncing from office to office to house to house. But like now I feel like I'm just spreading it. So so now I only do one right. on-site a day and I charge extra for that. <laughs> I'm like, if there's any way to do it remotely, great. Secondarily, you can bring it to me, great. But like going from yeah. old lady's house to old lady's house is not, a great idea right now. No. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> Especially you, you strong, That's healthy right. young just, just a carrier. <laughs> Quote, unquote. <laughs> so, well, that said, like, you're your own business, Josh, so yep. you upped your rates. Um, did that lose some clients? Yeah, I'm sure. You? Um, you know, I think, I mean, definitely. I, I guess I don't know the extent because not everyone goes, well, I'm going to go with somebody else. They just go, I'll call you back and then and you forget about it. But um, but definitely I've right. lost some clientele. I think for the most part, clients who are uh, long-term have uh, been talked into other ways. <laughs> They're like, oh, and that's, and that's right. what I wanted the price to do. I didn't want to like start rolling in it off of COVID. I wanted it to... Um, I wanted it to, what do you call it? Limit the amount yeah, of exposure. Just like, 
of people yeah, willing. And, and so that they make the choice, right? Yeah. And they're going, oh, that's pricey. And if I bring it in, it's like half that price. Great. I'll do that. Like, thank you. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. All the people who are like, I don't know, it's complicated to unplug this thing and bring it down to you are suddenly like, yeah, I'll do that. Sure. I'm like, that's what I wanted. Great. <laughs> that's amazing. And now it'll probably change your relationships with them when it's safe again, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So, Chow, what's going on in your world besides being in an empty, echoey apartment? Um, <laughs> so I'm still doing outreach on a regular basis, literally 20 a day on Instagram, just like reaching out to people who meet my criteria, um, usually by following a certain hashtag. Today, this morning, my hashtag was uh, soccer mom. So I reached out to 20 soccer moms um, and I got a couple of, I got a couple of messages back. So that's awesome. But I think for me, the challenge this week has still been like the continued conversation and getting them to a point where I can get on just a really quick phone call with them, not to the point of selling them, but I just need to learn more. And that's not doable in like over text, you know what I mean? So like, I'm still, I'm still fighting that hurdle to just get them on a really quick phone call, which is really frustrating. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at now, but I'm, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to still do it. And it's still my goal to get phone calls for next week. So I'm keeping the yeah. same goal as last week, three phone calls. And but so many people give up right there where it's, um, where it gets hard gets you see immediate results or whatever, you yeah. know, and, and it's the people who succeed are the ones who are like, well, I haven't really given this a go yet. I'm going to keep going. So yeah, so I'm that's where you are win. in good attitude. Yeah. yeah, I'm seeing the win on this as people who are now following me. So it's moms who are interested in what I'm doing following me. And then people who are following me who like I haven't even reached out to because I have this now like mom group following me. So I think it's just going to take some time and I don't think immediate – it's not going to be immediate. You know what I mean? Like if I was paying for ads and like, that's one thing, but this is more of a slow growth method. Um, and it's yeah. actually really cool to see it. Um, I'm just really excited a, to see like a, the progression it's a deep of it. growth thing too, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I love slow it It's slow, but it's deep. <laughs> like once you, yeah. once you get people on board, they're not just going to be like fly by night. I, I tried something. It should be yeah. a connection and a, uh, hopefully a lifelong customer kind of thing. So. Definitely. And I'm having conversations with them. So like we are building those relationships, even if they are over social media at this point. So fingers crossed it keeps going. I just, it's very, um, it's very challenging. I would say I have to do it first thing in the morning. If, if not like psh, it hits nine o'clock and I'm like, I can't do this. Uh, it's exhausting <laughs> and, uh, to talk you know? to people so much and reach out so much. Oh yeah, it really yeah. is. Yeah, that's part of the hustle. Uh, off yeah, topic, no, sure. side note. Off topic, side note. For anyone who's watching the YouTube, you just saw Chell's husband walk by. Yep. <laughs> Several <laughs> times. I was like, nice tan, man. Nice tan. Let's say you're what shade we are you? We lived in Florida. Hey, David. We lived in Florida. Leave him alone. David's getting some sun. <laughs> that's great sorry he's looking at me very confused right now <laughs> he's in the refrigerator and he's looking at me like very confused why are we talking about me <laughs> that's oh great I bet he knows uh, what, what about you Josh how's your week been tell him to watch casual Fridays and then he'll get it I will <laughs> 
him. He hasn't watched uh, Casual Fridays. But he's got a tan. That's right. Um, my week's been okay. I'm getting kind of back on track and prioritizing, which has been uh, good. And I've interviewed somebody to be uh, my virtual assistant. And I'm looking at the interview is kind of like less like I know I need X, Y, and Z and more like exploratory thing. Uh, and the person knew that. So that was cool. Um, so I'm kind of checking out like what virtual assistants can do for me without being in my space, not only because that opens up myself to like a world of virtual assistants compared to people in Albuquerque, but also during COVID times, I have a tiny office and I don't want another person <laughs> coming to my space. So, um, so I'm looking at things, you know, what can they do to move the needle for me without being in the shop? And, uh, and I've come up with quite a list between uh, the Unstuck Institute, the podcast startup course, um, the IT company, and the music stuff that I've been doing, like there's a lot of little admin things that can be done via email and online and whatnot. Um, they just eat your time I'm, normally. Yeah, they eat my time. And, They're not hard. And they they always get pushed to the to the back burner, mm-hmm. you know. So like, um, especially when I get like weeks where people just call me constantly, nonstop about computers, which is great because that's where I make the money right now, right? But um, the other three projects like fall flat because I come home and I'm just exhausted. <laughs> I'm like, eh, I'll do that later. You know, there's no deadline on reaching out to that person or networking with this or whatever, you know? Um, so now p- potentially, possibly I'm looking at um, hiring somebody part-time to, to just move the needle forward on those projects constantly a little bit every week. And re- whether I'm tired or not, I can go do the things that make the money basically. And, and yeah. if they can move the needle forward on some of the other projects, then theoretically I'll be making more money and continue to expand and whatnot. So I've kind of got some clarity on that and, and still working through that. But I guess that's what kind of my hey David. <laughs> my eyes! Again, no. <laughs> again, you gotta watch the YouTube. He's shirtless and it's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> um Super casual Friday. That's that's. I was just gonna say that is casual Friday in a nutshell. Um, yeah. So my goal for the next week is definitely to uh, continue that train of thought and see if I can um, finalize what my plan is there at least. Um, if not, maybe hire somebody and cool go from there. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a better use of your time and money than hiring a technician. A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and you start totally to realize agree. when you waste, you're wasting your own time. Where you're wasting your own time, right? If you're yeah. making enough yeah. to be able to give somebody else a part of an income, you're gonna make more money because your time's yeah. not being wasted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. So, um, yeah, so that's where I am. Um, I'm, I'm excited about the possibility. Like, like Greg said when he was on our Casual Friday a while back, and he was, he had just hired somebody. He was like. It's scary, but it's great. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, I'm seeing how great it could be, even though I haven't done it yet. And I had Definitely. an assistant for like uh, four months a few years ago when I was teaching community college that she covered me the phones and stuff while I was in class teaching. Um, so I've got some experience with it, but now it's going to be a little more focused and a little less like cover the phones and more uh, 
actually move the needle forward. So I'm excited about that. Totally. Yeah, that's cool. So what's your yeah. goal for this week? That's it. That's my goal is just to finish oh. that out. Okay. Like, cool. Yeah. Finish that train <laughs> of thought and research and have, it's still been, a, it's hard, it's hard to find the time to, to make the plan yeah. to get yeah. some of my time back. To delegate. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that's about it. All right. On stuckers. That's, all we got time for today. We've got to wrap this. We've got to wrap this baby up. All right. So this is uh, another cash fry. Thank you so much, JQ, for coming on back to back this week. We really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Thanks um, for having me. Fun. Most definitely. Um, we will be posting. We're supposed to put that in today. But we will be posting the winner of the um, oh, yeah August coaching call. Yeah. We'll put that in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes and we'll announce it on Instagram as well. So you guys look out Excellent. for that. And um, also be sure to follow JQ on Instagram to to do what she did on Wednesday. So she's going to give you either, I think, an hour of makeup consultation or an hour of learning the industry. So Sweet. Make sure makeup trailer talk. <laughs> makeup trailer talk on Instagram. And of course, follow the Unstuck Institute on Instagram if you haven't done so already. All right, guys, we'll be back at you next week. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye, guys. Bye. My eyes. I was like, nice tan, man. Nice tan.